Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Hey, folks, Roland Martin here broadcasting live from the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic here in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, coming up next on Roland Martin Unfiltered, we'll hear from a number of people who are here, including Jeffrey Osborne, Spooky Robinson, Dr. J, Norm Nixon, Gary Payton. I mean, it's all kind of folks, celebrities who are here, lots of Hall of Famers, Ozzy Smith in baseball as well, so we'll have a chance to chat with all of them. But, of course, we also want to cover the news of the day. Donald Trump continues attacks against Baltimore, continues to lie, continues to make up stuff, and continues to make his racist-based appeal. Then he actually says African-Americans should be thanking him for being president. What the hell is he talking about? Some of the 2020 presidential candidates won't survive after the debates of the next two days. We'll tell you what to watch for and how black women could affect the outcome of the election. A 10-year-old black boy is charged for hitting a white boy in the face with a ball during a dodgeball game. Isn't the whole point of dodgeball to get hit? And the black family says they were racially profiled at a Nike store and accused of stealing a basketball. That person who did it no longer has a job. And Aesop Rocky pleads not guilty as, assault, as his, his assault trial begins in Sweden. And Ole Miss students face a civil rights investigation after posing with guns in front of an Emmett Till Memorial. Folks, it's time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is. Roland Martin here broadcasting live for the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic here in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm going to be hearing from a number of the celebrities, Hall of Fame players who are actually here at this golf tournament raising money uh, for the arts here in Rhode Island, where Jeffrey Osborne is from. But first, let's talk about uh, what is happening in politics. Donald Trump continues to double down on his attacks on Baltimore and Congressman Elijah Cummings. Today, Trump, Trump chose to go talk to the media on the White House lawn and is expected it was an absolute shit show. Now Baltimore has been very badly mishandled for many years. As you know, Congressman Cummings has been there for a long time. He's had a very iron hand on it. It's a corrupt city. There's no question about it. All you have to do is look at the facts. Uh, the government has pumped in over the years billions and billions of dollars to no avail, to absolutely no avail. Uh, Baltimore is a uh, is an example of what corrupt government leads to. Billions of dollars have been given, and I feel so sorry for the people of Baltimore. And if they ask me, we will get involved. But we're already involved from the standpoint that over many years, billions and billions of dollars have been given to Baltimore. It's been misspent. It's been missing. It's been stolen with a lot of corrupt government. And as you know, uh, Cummings has been in charge. Now, I will say this. I think that Representative Cummings should take his oversight committee 
and start doing oversight on Baltimore. He'd find out some real things. And of course, Trump chose to say he's been getting lots of phone calls from guess who? At the right time, I'll visit. But the people of Baltimore are very thankful. They have let us know by the thousands of people because of the fact that finally somebody's pointing out how corrupt Baltimore is, how billions and billions of dollars have been stolen. And the ones that like it the best, what I'm doing, are African-American voters. Those are the ones. Thank you. All right, folks, let's go to our panel, Kelly Bethea, communication strategist, Dr. Jason Nichols, Department of African-American Studies uh, at the University of Maryland, and Melek Abdul, Vice President, Black Conservative Federation. Uh, Melek, I'll start with you. Donald Trump is claiming, oh, he's getting tons of phone calls from Baltimore. You never seem to ever uh, actually show proof of that. Let's just be real, uh, Melek. He is mad that Congressman Elijah Cummings is chairman of the House Oversight Committee and chose to actually subpoena folks uh, who Trump knows. So he wants to attack Cummings, and then he wants to, with his attacks on Baltimore, and the Baltimore's so bad, why, why are the Republicans actually going to Baltimore for their retreat, Melly? Well, I've, I, I don't know why they chose to go to Baltimore. Or, I'll, I'll say I don't know when that decision was actually made to go to Baltimore, but I think they should go to Baltimore. They should go to any inner city around the country. I, I, don't, I don't particularly have a problem with that. I do know that um, Donald Trump was upset, if you want to call it that, at the way that the congressman actually handled the hearing with the, what was it, the CBD, CPB um, director. I, I do know that that's a lot of what was driving him. But the fact that he's making those, you know, this sort of commentary about Baltimore, you know, it is somewhat similar to what we've heard in not just Baltimore, but in other cities as well. I think what he actually said today is a much um, different approach than how he'd initially started out, when, which he was very hot in the language that he chose to use. So I think focusing on where he is now, I think that's actually a, probably a good space for him. But whether or not there were thousands of people who actually contacted him, I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's gotten some positive feedback and some criticism, from what I understand, from people who've met with him on just how he chooses to communicate his point of view. This man has lied before when it came to getting phone calls. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders lied when they, she said they heard from FBI agents. It was a lie. Jason Nichols, at the end of the day, what you have is you have a grown-ass man throwing a temper tantrum. He's upset that someone is not bowing to his will, and he's attacking, attacking, attacking. But also, he sounds absolutely ignorant and stupid. When you literally have Republicans who are going to for a retreat, they're in Baltimore. When you actually have... Uh, significant parts of Baltimore that are doing great. But the reality is this here. I can show you some rural parts of America run by Republicans that are broke as hell and that are horrible. So this attack on Baltimore is the usual shameful, despicable actions of a childish grown man, Jason. I think you, you just said it. Uh, as a matter of fact, the second poorest district, congressional district in the country is in Kentucky. It's uh, under Representative Hal Rogers. 
Uh, and that is the second poorest district in the country. Four of the five poorest uh, states in the nation are Republican states. And as a matter of fact, if he says that thousands of Baltimore residents have been calling him and saying that this is so great and they're African-American, let's just check out what the exit polls say in 2020 when he runs, uh, how, his, how well he does in Baltimore. The other thing is I will say is that I am one of the constituents of uh, Elijah Cummings. I live in the 7th District. And as a matter of fact, it is the second wealthiest Af majority African-American district in the country. So, again, all of this is really because he's angry. He's throwing a temp temper tantrum. If he really wanted to fix Baltimore, he would come with solutions. But yet all it's been is vitriol. Kelly, the reality is he has no solutions. He has none. And unfortunately, the, the, the governor of that state has been too silent, Republican uh, Larry Hogan, with his both sides BS. And that's what you have here. And so what you see is a childish president who wants to rip folks because he's mad that they are doing their job. Absolutely. I can't comment on uh, government, uh, Governor Hogan's uh, stance on this, him, you know, straddling the fence. That's kind of his M.O., but I do know that he's on the record saying that he does not support this president, so his silence might just be uh, a delayed response. I'm not sure. Uh, regarding Trump's comments regarding Baltimore, uh, Cummings was uh, my representative for a very long time. In fact, I was his intern when I was in law school, so I have great respect for him, great respect for the district, and the nostalgia is there. However, I am frankly just tired of the distractions that this president has been putting in front of us regarding his rhetoric. We already know he's a racist. We already know that he's ignorant. We already know that he doesn't know what he's talking about. But what we do not know is what's actually happening in our administration. What we is what's not actually being discussed is the fact that he's uh, suing the Ways and Means Committee. The stuff that's not being discussed is the fact that we have, you know, basically internment camps at the border that he's supporting and not saying anything on. We have actual issues that we need to talk about, and him being a racist shouldn't be one of them because we've been there, done that. At the end of the day, Malik, what you're seeing here is, again, a childish man who doesn't know how to govern, who doesn't know how to communicate, and all he wants to do is attack as opposed to lead. And so we could literally go all across America. I mean, we can go to his own. Uh, this is a guy who actually called the cops to arrest homeless folks uh, who were actually uh, on the streets outside of his building. And so he didn't want them on Fifth Avenue. I mean, this is what you're dealing with, a callous individual who doesn't know how to lead. And all he knows how to do is trash people. And where in the hell is the first lady uh, with her anti-bullying campaign? When is she going to walk across the hall because they don't sleep in the same bed? When is she going to walk across the hall and say, hey, grown-ass man, act like one? Well, I don't think that we need to involve the first lady in this. I don't think that we need to make any sort of observations or comments. Wait a minute. Does she not have comments. an anti-bully campaign? Think, I don't think that we need to Does make she any not have comments an on what campaign? goes on in their bedroom, just like they, she, we shouldn't comment on what goes on in anyone's bedroom. But to your point about Donald Trump. Does she Trump, not have an anti-bully campaign? Whether, whether that or not, you don't have to, you don't the, have to throw Malik, the first lady. Does she have an anti-bully campaign? You don't have to campaign. throw the first lady actually into this. The first lady's anti-bullying campaign should actually apply. I Why think, not? I think across the board that politicians 
um, celebrities, leaders in the community need to elevate their own language in addition to Donald Trump. They need to learn to elevate their own language. This just doesn't start or end with who Donald they? Trump. They, no, no, no. Who they, is they? They, whether it's, whether, it's, they? whether it's other politicians, whether it's people in the media, whether it's no, celebrities. No, who's they? No, no, no. I need names. See, no, 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 no. Well, so, Melik, I don't play so this game. I, I, I don't play so this game Maxine Waters, sides, Maxine Waters, all politicians Kamala Harris, who Cory Booker, they? Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, what representative, representative that is even the language, degrading the language that they use, the language that they use is part of what we're talking about when we talk about this toxic culture that we have here. So to say that they don't contribute BS. to it is ridiculous. I mean, BS. and this notion that somehow, Jason. well, we can't talk about Baltimore, but we can talk about places like, for instance, Mississippi. I mean, we're often talking about places that Republicans have, but that's the conversation going on now. What's happening what in red states? About? I don't think that we Who need to have those. Mississippi? Well, I know. I said I gave that as Who an example. I gave that as an example of the conversations that the national conversations that we have about places that are particularly red states. So we generally have these type of conversations. Yes, Donald Trump should actually be mindful of how his comments are actually coming across to people in these areas. But the notion that people aren't going around talking about other cities—that's just false. It's just not true at all. You know. Jason, that's a little th th Jason. That's a little BS dance. You're it's not a BS dance. Here. You just don't like to hear it because that means no, it is a your, BS that, dance. Mean, that means no, that no, you're it's a, that it's means a that BS you're spreading dance. it around. It's a BS of course, dance you're going to focus when, on Republicans this, because it benefits your, your politics. When, I no, get it's it. a BS dance, Melik. It's a BS dance when a guy you voted for. Yeah, and I'm going to vote for again in 2020. Infestation. No, allow me. Any the guy you voted for mm -hmm. and the guy you're going to vote for again. Absolutely. Whenever he discusses infestation, whenever he discusses rats and rodents, it's always black and brown people. Jason, not San Francisco. Always black and brown people. Absolutely. Jason, go ahead. No, Jason, go I mean, ahead. That, that's very true. Jason, um, go ahead. But but one thing I, I will say uh, is that I'm not going to cape for some of the uh, politicians in Baltimore who've been there for years who have made some serious errors and mistakes. So I, I don't want to sit here and make it sound like I'm I'm uh, on their side. There has been you know there have been mistakes making. I wouldn't put Elijah Cummings necessarily in that category, but there are some uh, p politicians in Baltimore. I don't think oh, they're absolutely. lining their pockets with billions of dollars. I don't think that's happening. I think that they've tried to find solutions. But Jason, but, but Jason, do that with... also dealing with facts, Jason. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Well, let's, let's, deal let's, let's deal in facts. This man and, stood there. And, Jason. Yes. Jason, this man stood there and said Elijah Cummings, he runs the city. Yeah, that, with that's Iron completely Hand. No, and false. That's absolutely false. And, and I think... And then, and then... It, it didn't start with Elijah Cummings up. in 1996. It's institutional racism. Let's expose the other lies. Deindustrialization. It's war on drugs. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? Let's expose the other lies. Okay? okay. He acts as if Johns Hopkins is not there. He acts as if the Under Armour CEO... Okay, who is from Baltimore, who's from Maryland, headquarters are in Baltimore, who met with Trump. So if Baltimore is so bad, see, this is what they do. The same thing happened when, uh, when, when uh, Freddie Gray took place. They're like, oh my God, Baltimore is on fire. No, Baltimore wasn't on fire. There were three blocks that were on fire, but Baltimore wasn't on fire. But this is the game they play, Jason and Kelly, where they want to all of a sudden say, oh my God, it's all bad. It's all woeful. It's all trash. It's all corrupt. When New Trump hails from a state where the governor had to resign 
because he was with prostitutes. Come on, man. Again, the hypocrisy has always been there. I I can't disagree with you. It's it's the truth. You know, with, it, it's, uh, specifically uh, with Freddie Gray, I was there. Like, I was one of those few blocks that could see the smoke going up. Like, my Rite Aid, the one that I frequent, was the one that burned down. So I understand uh, the Baltimore uprising. We call it the uprising because of what it stood for. So I get it. But what I don't understand is the hyperbole, the hypocrisy, the lying. It's just not necessary. But this president isn't necessary, so we we have to deal with that, too. And what is shameful, and what is shameful, and what is shameful are to have individuals who excuse all of this, who say, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for him, who, don't, who, who clearly don't mind him being despicable, who don't mind his shameful behavior, who don't mind his racist attacks. And none of what you're saying is going to change anyone's lying. opinion about voting for him, Rose. None of those insults Ro are going to change anyone's opinion about can, can whether I, or not they're going to support Donald Trump. So you can call him You can call him anything that you want to call him, and it's not going to change anyone's opinion. Who's going to vote for him just as the same as it's not going to go in the other direction. So you can call him despicable from today all the way up until the end of the week. It's not going to change anyone's position on whether or not they're going to vote for him. But that's the tragedy of it all. That is the well, outrage. But Roland doesn't, but Roland doesn't well, dictate does that, votes. Roland what does doesn't dictate votes. Let, wait a minute. Roland is one minute. person. Allow me to finish. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. What does it say about the individual who doesn't have a problem with lying, who doesn't have a problem with him being degrading, who doesn't have a problem with his shameful tweets? Who doesn't have a problem with how he attacks? It means people. that they can make who decisions for themselves without rolling dictating on what they, what they can. What, it means that they can make decisions for themselves without rolling giving them the go ahead to do so. So that's that's no, why it, we can't. That's why we can't. It means that rolling has an opinion about it, and it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what your opinion is about me, Donald Trump, or anyone who supports put, supports him because it doesn't matter. This this is your position. This is going to be your position. Oh no, it does you matter. Think, you know it doesn't. It actually doesn't matter it because doesn't in matter. November of but you're making excuses for shameful behavior. What, 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 what if we What if we come and it does not matter? What if we What if we come with facts? What if we come with facts about, about Donald what, Trump and and his corruption and about but Donald Trump and his racism? But what corruption? Would you Would you be willing to change your vote? But what if we were able if we were able to come with facts. But you have like, to show it to me like, first. I can show you that he said I can, some bad things about Baltimore is not gonna be a No, no, no. I, I can show you we the Mueller report of drug obstruction of justice. Report? I, can, is he, I can show you obstruction of justice. I can show impeach him. But that that's not I'm talking about your vote. But, right, is, right, is, but, is, but is there anything but, that would alter your vote? And and as we've had this conversation before, at this point, no. Who knows what may happen tomorrow, Whew. next month, or anything? But Whew. because Jason doesn't like him, because Jason thinks that he's a no, boy, that's not what not I'm saying. I'm saying so if you, you are presenting because he because of the, the Mueller report, then, I'm, oh, I'm well, saying if you are presenting, I'm saying if you are presented with it's new not. information. But what new information? But you're, you're not like no, anything. no. We get new information daily about how corrupt this president is. That have been here forever, so you haven't produced anything new. I, I mean, wow. I, if, the, if fact, the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact that somebody could literally sit here and with all the crap this dude has done, mm -hmm. with all of the despicable cabinet secretaries who have been corrupt and still say I'm going to vote for him, that's shameful. Well, you, all you, right, you can call my next story. But your opinion doesn't my next matter. Story. 
All right, folks, the second round of, excuse me, I'm going to the next story. That's the second fine, round of the Democratic presidential debate starts tonight in Detroit. For the next two nights, the 20 candidates will take the stage and make their cases for getting the nomination, a critical voting block that they need to target black women. A new survey by Black Women for America outlines the issues that are important to them. Here to talk about what those issues are and how to best address them is the president of the Black Women for America, Sarah Lattimore Irwin. Sarah, how you doing? Good, Roland. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing great. And so when we talk about the issues that black women care about, what are the top three? What, what sits at the top for black women? They want to hear from these candidates. Health care, gun rights, police brutality, the minimum wage, and abortion rights are the top issues that came out of our survey. Now, when you say gun rights, what does that actually mean? Explain that. Gun control, um, African-American women are feeling somewhat traumatized around all of the issues around gun control, our young men and women being gunned down in the streets. Gun control is really important, as well as addressing the issues of police brutality. Forty percent of women feel that health care is the top priority, and that's true across the entire population. But gun rights and police brutality came in at 35 percent and 29 percent, respectively. So it's really important to African-American women. When you talk about health care, is it the Affordable Care Act? Is it single payer? Is it Medicaid expansion? Exactly what is it? It's all of the above. We didn't drill down into the specific issues, but health care overall was really important to black women. Uh, and so what are the first of all, and also we talk about education, also one of those issues. One of the things that look, I've been warning Democrats about, we saw it in Florida when it comes to the issue of school choice and charter schools. Uh, look, there were 18 percent black women who voted for Ron DeSantis against Andrew Gillum. And many folks believe it is because of the issue of school choice and charter schools. Uh, and I keep warning Democrats, don't do not play folks small on that. African-Americans care about their kids' education, and that's a, that's a powerful voting block when you see, and again, if black women hate Republicans more than anybody else, to see the 18% number, that should scare Democrats on this issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of the other issues that came up was, does the, Repu the Democratic Party take my vote for granted? And that's really important because 30% of black women feel that the Democrats take our votes for granted. However, when we look at whether or not they believe the government will make the right decisions for black women, our families, and our community, 50%, 57% of women don't trust the government. So that's another um, key issue and an opportunity for Democrats to begin to turn around those issues. All right, Sarah Latham Irvin, I certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much for joining us, Black Women for America. Thank you. All right, folks, going to a break. When we come back, more for the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic right here on Roller Martin Unfiltered. Back in a moment. You want to check out Roller Martin Unfiltered? YouTube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. It's Roland Martin Unfiltered. See that name right there? Roland Martin Unfiltered. Like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so when we go live, you'll know it.
All right, folks, you heard me talk a lot about MarijuanaStock.org. Why? Because I want to keep you informed of investment opportunities that make sense. We've all watched the growth of the cannabis industry. A recent report by New Frontier Data estimates the global cannabis market at more than $340 billion. We know that marijuana legalization is sweeping, sweeping the country state by state. We also know that marijuana has a good cousin, the hemp plant, with a much higher concentration of CBD. That means hemp gives you all the medical benefits of marijuana without getting you high. Until recently, hemp farming was practically illegal in the U.S. and heavily regulated by the DEA. However, the 2018 Farm Bill changed all of that, making it legal to grow hemp CBD in the U.S., thus creating one of the largest commodities worldwide. They need land to grow all of the plants. And, folks, this is where our friends at 420 Real Estate come in. Their business model is simple. They buy land that supports hemp CBD grow operations and lease it to licensed, high-paying tenants. That's right. They are hemp CBD landlords. And you can get in on the action. Our friends at 420 Real Estate decided to do something special for the Roland Martin Unfiltered family. Originally, the minimum investment level was 500 bucks. But right now, you can invest in this crowdfunding campaign for as little as $200. That's right, $200 up to $10,000. Let me recap. This is a $340 billion industry that is still growing, and you can participate with as little as $200. To invest, go to MarijuanaStock.org. That's MarijuanaStock.org. Get in the game and get in the game now. All right, folks, let's talk about this crazy story. A 10-year-old Michigan boy has been charged with assault because he hit a classmate in the face with a ball while playing dodgeball. The boy being punished is, of course, black, and his classmate is, of course, white. The mothers of both boys talked about what happened, although the white mother did not want to be identified. My son was hit twice in the face with a ball previously due to this, and the child apologized to my son, and he said, Mom, it's okay. Um, we're still going to be friends. I'm unaware of any of those situations. Sorry that her child got hurt. I'd be sorry for any child that got hurt. The injured child's mother says her son had a previous medical condition that made him susceptible to head injuries. So my question, why in the hell was he playing dodgeball, Kelly? Because as far as I'm concerned, he's frail and he never needed to be there in the first place. If the uh, young black boy is being charged with assault, then my logic follows that the white mother should be charged with child neglect because she knew about her baby. She knew that he was not... Um, Excuse me. I'm sorry? Uh, Kelly, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. No, uh, the white mother knew uh, about the physicality of her child, and yet there was no, to my knowledge, any type of, you know, permission slip, you know, guarding him from the uh, dodgeball game, nobody saying that people knew about it, things like that. And it's dodgeball. I mean, I can only imagine how many assault charges I could have pressed when I was 10 years old playing soccer, football, kickball. Oh, my God, kickball. Um Plenty of dodgeball wrestling. I got cauliflower ear once. I mean, that's definitely an assault charge right there. I mean, but the fact of the matter is these are children, and this happens amongst children. And the fact that the mother of the injured doesn't see that or refuses right. to see the black boy as a child, it's, it's beyond frustrating. Jason, I, I, again, I, I am utterly confused here. Yeah. When you I, play dodgeball you are going to actually get hit. 
that's the point of the game. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny because when I think about when I was young and 10 years old, I used to try to hit my friends in the face with the ball. That right. was like part of the game. We all tried to do that. Um, and that was it. it would, there wasn't malice involved. It was because that was the game. It was fun. It was funny. Um, and obviously, I think as, a, as Kelly already stated, if he was he had a head injury or something like that, he should not have been let in the game. And if she had let the school know and they still let him play, then maybe the school is liable. But this young man is not. And I would certainly blame any law enforcement uh, agency or any state that that uh, charges a 10 year old child with assault for a school dodgeball game that was sanctioned by adults. So I think this is all absurd. It's ridiculous. I understand, you know, I am a parent. I understand how parents can be sometimes out of their minds with their protection of their children. But if the state is getting involved or if law enforcement is getting involved or if lawyers are actually taking these cases or anything like that, they are being absurd and ridiculous and they should be punished for getting involved in something so frivolous. This is where I hope a judge throws this out, and I, the judge should say, ma'am, this is a dumb lawsuit. Melik? Yeah, I mean, it's the idea that the mother had, you know, uh, volley, I'm sorry, um, dodgeball is a physical sport. We already know that it's a physical sport. So if the child had any sort of medical condition that would have um, affected him playing that's such a physical sport, then he shouldn't have been out there anyway. I don't know how, you know, I don't even know how, a 10-year-old is charged with some sort of assault. I mean, I live in D.C., so I see what kids do when they're really assaulting people. But this is in the, um, as the, on the course and the course of a game. I really don't understand that. I do know, and it was weird. I was trying to find out some background. Why was the child, because the child was actually suspended for one day, and then the mother accepted that suspension. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure. I was just trying to get some background information on why is it that the child was suspended anyway. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been able to find anything. But any child that's subject to some sort of, you know, resulting from some sort of physical um, involvement in a sport, you know, if there's something that was documented, or even if it wasn't documented, that's something that the mother should have known herself and should have prevented it. But charging a 10-year-old for a volleyball game, and not just a volleyball, I mean, I'm sorry, a dodgeball game, but any game, any, any sports that's sanctioned by a school, to charge a 10-year-old or an 18-year-old just doesn't make sense to me at all. I am sick of these stupid people. All right, folks, let's go to our next story. Rapper ASAP Rocky pleaded not guilty to assault today on the first day of his trial in Sweden. He spent almost a month in prison. Rocky and the two other suspects say that they were acting in self-defense after being harassed by two men, one of whom was alleged victim. We'll certainly keep you updated on what happens in that particular case. All right, folks, uh, let's also do this next story, which is kind of, um, well, it's typical of what was happening here in this country Three University of Mississippi students have been suspended from the fraternity house and face a possible investigation by the Department of Justice after posing with guns in front of a bullet-riddled sign honoring slain civil rights icon Emmett Till. One of the students posted a photo to his private Instagram account in March showing the trio in front of a roadside plaque commemorating the site where Till's body was recovered from the Tallahatchie River. 
The picture, which was obtained by the Mississippi Center for Investigative Reporting and ProPublica, shows an old Miss student named Ben LeClaire holding a shotgun while standing in front of the sign. His Kappa Alpha fraternity brother, John Lowe, squats below the sign, and a third fraternity member stands on the other side with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. All right, Melick, this your folks in Mississippi? <laughs> what about it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there's nothing to actually really, I mean, it was ridiculous, it was insensitive, we know that. Um, I'm, I think they were suspended or something, but they should be expelled from the school. Um, I, you know, it's not a whole lot to really, you know, defend in this particular case. And, you know, this, it's, you know, and I'm sure they'll argue that, you know, well, it was just, you know, ignorance or what have you. Yeah, it was ignorance. But in this case, you have to suffer the consequences of that because I'm pretty sure that if someone was, you know, had, you know, were in front of some sort of Holocaust memorial or something and did something that was equally as offensive, there would be a lot of outrage about it. So expel them. Get them on out of the way. Let Ole Miss continue as, as it's been doing now. Well, Kelly, I doubt I'll be seeing a tweet from Donald Trump about this. <laughs> no, you won't. And we expect that, right? But I also expect this kind of behavior from uh, fraternity brothers in which the frat is historically racist. Uh, one of their, uh, like, their pillars in, in their frat is uh, General Lee. Um, and then they go to Ole Miss, which is a historically racist school in a historically racist state. Hey, hey, so hey, hey, hey. it is historically racist. <laughs> I'm not saying. Let's, well, let's, which let's, state let's not is not historically yeah, racist? Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, now, right. Well, I, I, no, I, I, no, 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 I, no. Completely. So, some point more taken. than others, but yeah. Yes, I'm not saying Mississippi no. is the end all go be ahead, all Jason. with that, but it is what it is. Yeah, Jason, I'll, I'll, I'll echo my colleagues here and, and say the exact same thing. and and say that this is despicable. Um, I, I think that they should absolutely be expelled. Um, they should be tried to the, to the full extent of the law, but yet the law would rather go after kids who throw dodgeballs right. in people's faces rather than people who deface property. Uh, and basically, to me, this is a form of intimidation. Um, you know, we all know Emmett Till's story, at least how the, the story ended with him being tied to a to a, a, a fan unit and thrown into the Tallahatchie River, his mangled body being dragged out of that river. And for them to do that uh, is, is a form of intimidation. It's a form of, you know, basically visual terrorism. Them shooting up the sign is something that it could be seen as, as a terroristic threat to a lot of people. And that's not and the I think they should, be, they should be uh, held to the full extent of the law. And... Um, you know, this is like Kelly said, these we've had a lot of students from that university that have uh, done other things uh, that are can be considered the, the exact same thing and, and the exact same terrible act. So something has to be done. The state needs to put their foot down. The university needs to put their foot down so that people know that you can't do these kinds of things. Right. All right, folks, look at my next story. A black family in California said they were racially profiled at a Nike store in Santa Monica when a white manager followed Joel Stallworth and Tamia Dickerson and accused them of stealing the $12 basketball that they had bought. A store manager then flagged down police officers. Here's what happened. Why would you, ain't even, you don't even ask me a people. Don't, 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 don't. We just told you.
you we bought this right here at the Nike store in Santa Monica right now. We just told you we bought it. What do you need the receipt for? Because we didn't have our basketball. What are you talking about? So now you come refund his money and I want an apology. This is fucking ridiculous. Anna's profiling. She is an idiot. We, what does it say on there? What does it say on there? No, you, 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 what does it say on there? Talk to me, talk to me you this is stupid. You shouldn't even ask. I, don't, I have no clue what's going on. Here's what I'm this telling what's going on. I don't want to know what's going on. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we purchased this, this basketball in the store. We purchased this basketball in the store. I told you I paid for that shit. No, I told her I paid for that. And then she kept, my son, my son went out running. No, because you knew better. I told you I paid for that. We just, you should be sorry. You should be sorry. You don't want. After showing the receipt to the officer, he gave the basketball back. The couple immediately took the ball back to the store for a refund. Well, Nike, I think y'all owe this couple a hell of a lot more. Uh, and, again, that's sort of the stuff that we're seeing from black people all over America. All right, folks, going to a break right now. When we come back, we'll chat with some folks here uh, at the uh, Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic. It is packed with folks in here. So we'll be back in a moment. Roller Martin Unfiltered. You want to support Roller March Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. It's Roller Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roller Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. All right, folks, Roller Martin here with the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, and uh, it is, of course, uh, benefiting all the charities in Rhode Island, money going back to the arts. And so we are here. And so we got the step and repeat over here. We got folks uh, all uh, uh, over here. We got some folks outside. We're going to chat with Jeffrey Osborne uh, in just a second. Uh, and so we've got the, uh, of course, big night last night. Of course, the sponsor's reception. Uh, and any number of people here, I mean, Ahmad Rashad, Jeffrey Osborne, Dr. J, Chris Tucker, Johnny Gill is here. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be uh, grabbing all of them. Uh, in fact, uh, I had Chris Tucker over here for a second. I'm looking for him so I can do a quick interview with him uh, and some of the other folks out here. Uh, Tiffany, uh, if you could let, let uh, Ahmad or, and those guys outside, right? Tell them come holler me for a second uh, while we're live. We'd love to love chat with them. Uh, every year, Jeffrey Osborne does this golf classic, uh, and it's all about, of course, raising money uh, for nonprofit charities uh, here, really benefiting young folks, young folks uh, who want to be involved in music. And speaking of music, also here, you got saxophonist Mike Phillips, he's here. Uh, you got Elon Trotman, he's here as well. As I mentioned, Johnny Gill, Smokey Robinson is also in the house, and so we're going to be talking uh, with uh, them real soon. And so, looking uh, for a great conversation. Uh, I have, I think this is probably my my fifth year, I believe this is my fifth year here at the Jeffrey Osborne uh, Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize Jeffrey's actually from Rhode Island. Also, Claudia Jordan is here as well. Uh, and one of the greats, uh, of course, for the Lakers is Norm Nixon. Norm Nixon. Come over here, Norm. Norm, we're live. And so, uh, how you doing? Of course, Norm Nixon played for the Lakers, uh, played uh, for the Clippers. Uh, and he is. We won today. You know that. Who won? Uh, we about 17 under now. Of course, 
I told the jokes. They carried me. Oh, slide over here. Who shot 17 under? We did. J J John Starks, come here. Come here, John Starks. John Starks, come here. John Starks, he just had the nerve to say they shot 17 under. On this course? I had two scratch players. I don't care what you had, scratch player. What you say the winning score is going to be? The winning score really should be, about, I mean, max 10. 10, oh, I agree no, with no, you. No. Yeah, Legitimate. 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 <laughs> legitimate. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, legitimate. I can't, I can't see, listen, I can't see listen, 17. Listen, listen. No, let me tell you something. I stopped even hitting the ball, man. I started telling jokes. These boys hitting the ball so far. Is that right? I'm talking about the guy that hit it the farthest weighed about 130 pounds. He's in the ball, you 300. Right. You can't see John. Hold on. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, no. No, I'm telling you, man. Listen, they've won this tournament twice. So you had two scratch players. And their dad can play. The dad's about a five. These are his sons. And both of those boys are like scratch golfers. So I had three real players. I had three real players. You had three real players? <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Okay, you don't have to believe it. Doc, Doc was behind us. Doc saw these boys because I, I called the groups around me just to watch these guys hit the ball because it was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, upcoming basketball season. Uh, get y'all thoughts. Uh, crazy changes. Kawhi Leonard goes to Los Angeles Clippers. You got Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. Uh, then, of course, Russell Westbrook going to my uh, Houston Rockets. And so uh, your assessment of the win. Anybody left in the East? Well, you know what I, I, I told you last year? I was inviting you and the Rockets to my house to watch the finals. I will invite you guys again this year to come watch the NBA finals. Well, you, your Lakers going to be watching, too? Not necessarily. Are they, they going to actually make the playoffs? They will make the playoffs, but there is no guarantees about anything. But it's like I tell everybody, LeBron has been hurt. Anthony Davis has been hurt. You go across town, Kawhi Leonard's been hurt. Paul George has been hurt. Now, the Clippers had the better foundation, so I think they'll be the better team. But we have to see how it all plays out. Has anybody forgot about the uh, Warriors? Yes. I yeah, have. I have. I have. You know, they, they, they was decimated, obviously, having lost uh, KD and as well as uh, Clay Thompson. For most of the year, you know, so it's going to be struggling. I'm just looking at the West. I was actually going through it and looking at the West. It's, it's that West is loaded. It's loaded. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. You got to figure Sacramento then got better. You know what I mean? Dallas is going to be a lot better. So you bring those two teams in the mix. So it's going to be the fight, fight to see if the Warriors can make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Oh, I agree with him. The Warriors were decimated, and then they lost their heart and soul. You know, requires is kept. People forget that Iguodala was the MVP a couple of years ago, and he's MVP for a reason because he did everything: he played defense, rebound, pass the ball. He Sean Lewis is gone too. Sean's yeah. gone. Clay yeah. Thompson's been hurt. Now you, you so they, like he said, they're decimated. Now. The backup uh, point guard Cook left. With, I think with the Lakers too. Oh, this yeah. Yeah, Lakers, Lakers are going to be formidable this year. Obviously, having a, adding AD, you know, having adding, you know, possibly, you know, some other players that may come in. Uh, but they still have LeBron, so they, they, they're going to be tough. All right, well, gentlemen, John, was good playing with you today. Well, we, 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 we played. Uh, this man hits the ball. I'm telling y'all that now. 17. Don't sleep on this man right here. <laughs> My team won. 17, baby. 17. Well, we're going to find out All what the real score is. 17. 
Yeah, okay. He takes 17. I don't believe for a second. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Grab Reggie Theus uh, and Dr. J. Send them over here so we can get to them live uh, folks here. Y'all, I had to tilt the camera up because, you know, folks are a little bit taller here. Uh, and so, again, uh, Clifton Davis is also. I see Clifton down there. Uh, and the great Lee Elder, of course, the first African-American to play in the Masters. Uh, Lee is also here as well. And so it's always great uh, seeing all these guys here. Uh, our good buddy Eddie Levert is not here this year. Uh, because uh, for his daughter uh, has uh, some health issues, and so we certainly wish our best uh, to Eddie, and so we certainly would love to uh, to see him uh, here as well. All right, folks, uh, we are going to uh, chat with a few folks, uh, so let's do this here. Uh, we go to a break uh, on your end, uh, if you can go ahead and do that, uh, and then we're going to come back here. We'll be chatting with some of the more folks here, some of, some more of the celebrities here at the Jeffrey Osborne, Celebrity Golf Classic, back on Roller Martin Unfiltered in a moment. You want to support Roller Martin Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. as Roller Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roller Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, folks, welcome back to the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, and so we've had a great time here. First of all, we go out, we talked to uh, the club pro. Come on, step in here. We played golf with him yesterday. Uh, and so uh, glad to have you. Tell everybody who you are. My name is Troy Perry. I'm the head golf, uh, golf pro here at Lesmont. Okay, so Norm Nixon just told me his team shot 17 under. I think he's lying with the greens out here. 17 under? I don't think anybody on that board was 17 under. That's my He's point. You. That's my point. You yeah. a Dallas fan. No, I'm a little touched. Uh, a little touched. A little bit. I think I might have a little too much to drink. <laughs> but, of course, uh, first of all, the setup was great. Course is in great condition. Thank you. It's, uh, it's been really hard up here in the northeast with a lot of rain, but we've managed to, uh, to get through everything. And you guys are great. Fun. You were fun to play with yesterday. We had a ball out there. Absolutely. Well, uh, good seeing you. And uh, we're going to keep, uh, well, hopefully, we'll see you next year. You got it. Hope so. All right. Thanks a bunch. I appreciate it. Coming over here right now is, let me tell y'all something. Okay. Y'all would not believe he is going to be 70 years old later this year. What? What? about to be 70 years old. Look at it. Step over here. Well, now look at about? I mean, come on. I'm talking about you. Why you got to tell everybody I'm going to be 70? I ain't 70. I'm 69. I said later this year. Oh, later this year. I'm right, so, when, when is your 70th? I'm saying it now so it rolls off my tongue. When I get to be 70, I'll be able to say it and not feel weird about saying it. But, but you shouldn't feel weird about saying it because, look, you could have always stopped. No, that is... <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hold on, let me put this down. I know, I know, let me put this down right here. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't want that on television. Anyway, what yeah. mine? No. What yours? What yours? No, man, so um, I'm trying to set an example for you. See, so 70, I, I think I look good. I right, keep right, in right. Shape so that everybody realizes that you, you got a future like mine. You're going to be 70 one day in about, what, 10, 15 years? No, actually, I'll be 70 in 20 years. Well, this is going to be a good 20 years, <laughs> and I'm going to be at the party. I mean, 90, you ain't going to know it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you be like your brother, you, you be Blake. They're going to wheel you in. What? No, they won't be wheeling me in. I'll be walking everywhere I go. I am in much better shape than you be Blake, and that was a shot. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who U.B. Blake is, he was 117 years old. That's what he's saying. I look like U.B. Blake. Yeah, but, but, but he was still doing his thing. Yeah, I know, but he was not. I, I'm not looking to be U.B. Blake. I'm looking to be Ahmad Rashad at, in 20 more years at your birthday party. Oh, no. Well, we'll, we'll, no and I'll be still jamming. Me, me too. Right with you. Right with you. I'll be right there with you. Now, let me tell you something about Ahmad. Ahmad said he does not. Let's, let's let the record be known. The 69-year-old outdrove you by at least 50 yards every hole. Well, yeah, because he tell everybody that he, I have no, I have no problem saying that because he literally plays golf every day. I'm working. In fact, I'm working right now. As if that's an excuse. Oh, I play every day. I play every day. I don't play every day. I take a couple days off every now and then. Right. So you play five days a week, five or six, and sometimes 36 holes in a day. Sometimes I do that, which makes up for the day you don't play. But it don't make no difference <laughs> of how far I am ahead of you. Yeah, but it's all good, though. <laughs> That's right. That's what I love about it. I ain't worried about it. Me neither. Me neither. They just came in the 70, and then I'm driving farther than you. All I know, if I was you, I would never let nobody 70 hit a ball past me. That wouldn't phase me a bit. Didn't it all? Didn't phase me at all. Larger human being. You are large human being. You can handle that. I, 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 I got no problem with yourself. You can be saying, man, that dude knocked the ball way past me. If you play golf that much... If you play, Ahmad, are you serious? Okay, I play that much. Ahmad, okay. literally, last time I saw you, you were the, you were the color of the pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much you play. <laughs> That's how much sun you've got. Okay, okay. You used to be light-skinned like Reggie Fears and Smokey Robinson. <laughs> I knew not to get you going. I knew not to get you going. <laughs> you used to be a member of the light-skinned club. I was, but I'm not anymore, and I enjoy playing golf, and I really enjoy, you know, being 70, that I'm going to be 70, being on the ball, being able to knock the ball 30, 40 yards past somebody who's 50. Now, let me let y'all know. Now, when I'm playing back five days a week, I'm after his ass. You know where to find me. I know where to find you. Hide. I know that. I, I, yes, yes, yeah, I, I might not remember this, but I'll be ready. You just come knock on the door, I'll be ready to go. I already said he might not remember it, which means he's almost 70. <laughs> <laughs> no, it means I only look forward, never backwards. All right, Ted. Amara, shout always good seeing you. Always so good to see you. Absolutely, you. absolutely, baby. Good to see you. Bringing in right now, Coach Mike Woodson. Coach, come on in here. All good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Um, I, really? You just, you just like walk right across the camera, like he ain't never done television. Like I don't, I be like, you need your beer back. Okay, gotcha. So, coach, uh, first and foremost, uh, how'd you play that? Awful, but I had a great time. But were you dressed? Were you dressed well? I was dressed well. I mean, I looked apart. You're just like a capper yesterday with the red polka dots. No, no, no. And I'm not a capper. I'm a cowboy guy. I said you were dressed up, but let's talk. Let's talk I'm about that. Let, let, let's talk about you uh, and your trifling Dallas Cowboys. Let's not. Let's not say that. Let's not do that. Seriously. What? Let's not on camera. Doc, Doc, your team is trifling. Okay, I'm gonna say this. America's team. They're not even in Dallas. They are in the state. They're the Arlington Cowboys. Texas. Dallas Cowboys. We love you. No, no, no. He does. I can't stand y'all. You know how I feel. I don't like none of y'all. I don't want, I want y'all to lose every preseason game. That's how we roll. Low. How about the tournament though today? 
Oh, so you see, I want to change the subject. See, I want to change the subject. See, I want to change the subject. Well, you know, you know, you know, everybody ain't able. You look good, man. Every time I see you, you look good. So, so let me tell you something. So, first of all, coach, are you coaching anywhere this year, or you like, you know what? The heck with that. I'm gonna chill the house. I would love to get back in the game, but it might not happen this year. So I'll take another year off and watch a lot of basketball and and do what I do. Okay. Well, sounds good then. Groovy. Groove. But your Cowboys still suck. I love Jeffrey Osborne, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Woodson, always good to see you, player. Thanks a bunch. I appreciate it. All right, we see Chris Tucker. Tell send him on over here. Let me tell you what was happening. Somebody, we were sitting here uh, on the air, uh, sitting here uh, doing these interviews. Chris Tucker was sitting right over there, literally watching the show from the couch over there going, Is he on TV? Is he on TV? Yeah, that's what Chris Tucker was doing. Uh, and so right now, of course, we're also waiting on uh, Jeffrey Osborne to come over here as well. Uh, we need to talk. We'll be talking to him. This is his tournament. Of course, uh, 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 you know, we um, uh, he's uh, doing great uh, with this. And, of course, and speaking of 70, y'all know Jeffrey Osborne is also plus 70 years old. And so all these guys out here, Smokey Robinson, y'all, I mean, looking good. I, I don't know. what I think Smokey Robinson must be drinking and eating the same thing Lorenz Tate uh, eats and drinks and so because Smokey is 80 is 80 and looks absolutely amazing and so uh, it, it has been an absolutely fantastic time we've had here uh, the Jeffrey Osborne uh, Celebrity Golf Classic uh, lots of folks so what's going on right now is uh, there's going to be uh, the awards presentation uh, concerts that are going on uh, a concert going on as well and so like last night if y'all follow me on social media uh, I went live last night uh, where uh, we were on stage John B uh, we had uh, Johnny Gill Clifton Davis was singing back up uh, Javier Colon, uh, they were all singing. And then there was a My Girl sing-off contest between Jeffrey and Johnny. It was absolutely fantastic. I've got some video. If you go to our YouTube channel, hey, Pro, can you, uh, hey, Doc, can you get Smokey Robinson for me? He's straight down there, uh, all the way out. Can you get Smokey for me? Yeah, just bring him right over here. Tell him, tell him, tell him, yeah, you up against the wall. Tell him I'm live and bring him right over here. And so uh, we're going to have a quick conversation with Smokey. But like I said, y'all, uh, it, is, it is always uh, a great time here. But the most important thing that I love is somebody who actually played, um, played music when I was a kid. All the money raised here goes to support uh, kids who are in the arts. So that's the most important thing. Because what we have right now, unfortunately, we have way too many kids uh, who don't have access uh, to instruments, to music, uh, to any of that. And so it's a doggone shame. And so right now, folks, uh, he's making his way over here, uh, looking clean as all get out. Y'all ought to see this outfit. He got it looking smooth. Uh, I'm telling you right now, if y'all think, uh, Ahmad Am think he bad at 69. But this brother right here looking good. Man, how you doing? I'm doing good, baby. I mean, how you doing? I mean, the suit feel good. I mean, look, look at you. Check you out. I mean, you always sharp. <laughs> golf, regular, whatever it is. You know, this man is always matched up and sharp. Well, somebody got to do it. Every time I see him. Never fail. Man, it's always good seeing you here. Good to see you too, baby. You know that. So yesterday we were playing golf yesterday, and we were talking about music sampling. And y'all know uh, Smokey, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Uh, and tell everybody what you said when it came to new school folks sampling your music. I said, sample all of mine, please. You know? <laughs> 
I want you to sample every song I ever wrote, please. That's because, see, saying. you wrote the song, which means you have publishing. Yeah, exactly. So when they sample your music, a check arrives. That's what I love about it. <laughs> I don't understand people saying, I don't want them to sample my music. Why? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Well, again, when I was when I was talking with Frankie Beverly uh, uh, Saturday night at Cincinnati Music Festival, uh, people I, I said people said, "Man, I bet Frankie upset Beyonce redid before I let go." He said, "Oh no," he said, "Beyonce's made me a whole lot of money." Then he's gonna be upset because Beyonce did one of his songs. What is wrong with the people? And he wrote it. Yeah, what is wrong with the people who said that? <laughs> I know Frankie is elated. <laughs> elated. And if you see Frankie, tell him I said, hey, man, I, you know. I, know. I sent him a text yesterday, yeah. uh, and I said, hey, Smokey wants to holler at you, and so uh, uh, he'll hit me back, and so uh, we'll, we'll, make, we'll make that thing happen. Man, first of all, last time we talked, you at your winery. Yeah. How's that going? It's going really good, man. Yeah, we, we, we've got five wines now. When I talked to you last time, we only had two. We got five now. Yeah, so, uh, so it's going good, man. Now, do you still have the frozen foods? No, I don't have that. Okay, got no, it. No. I, I, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had that in a while. What happened with us on that is that we we got we started that just before the economy crashed, you know, and the economy crashed. We couldn't get a factor, so we had to shut it down for a minute. Gotcha. Yeah. But you got the five wines, and when we also last talked, you had a Christmas album, didn't you? Oh yeah, first Christmas album I ever did as a solo artist. Mm. Yeah, two years ago. See y'all. So, so y'all don't think he's not putting out music. He's still doing it. Anything else happening next? I'm in the studio right now, man. In fact, I'm in the studio doing two different albums, man. I'm doing one in Spanish and one in English. So I'm, I'm doing two things right now. I'm working. I've been, that's why I'm so wiped out, Roland. <laughs> so you're a bilingual brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's been, I've, been, I've been really pumping, man. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, but you know, I'm happy. Absolutely. But man, were you looking good? You're looking good yourself, my brother, always. Somebody got to do it. <laughs> got to do it. Okay. Always good to see you, baby. Good to see you, baby. I right, appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, folks. Uh, again, we are here at the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, we are out of time, though. We got to go. Because uh, I've got to go in and help them um, MC the event in there, uh, the awards, and then the concert as well. And so you might see So do this here. Do me a favor. You might see me pop up on Periscope or Facebook or YouTube going live from in there. If we do, uh, you can also enjoy this whole deal. And so uh, that's what we do. All right, folks. Let me thank uh, Melick. Let me thank Jason. Let me thank Kelly. Uh, no, we normally had them for longer, but we did some interviews here, and so so I want to preach. I want to thank them for actually uh, being on the panel today, uh, folks. Don't forget to support Roller Martin Unfiltered by going to RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. Joining our Bring the Funk Fan Club, every dollar you give goes to support what we do uh, here on the show as well. I'll be back in studio tomorrow. I've been on the road for the past uh, ten days. I'm back in D.C. tomorrow, and we'll be talking about the second night of the Democratic presidential debate. And so look forward to that. And I'll shoot some the interviews and we'll have those for you tomorrow as well all right folks i gotta go y'all take care holla Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.